Greetings to everyone in every nation of the Saints Network. This is Denise sending the love of Jesus Christ to you from the Sunshine State, that is the S-O-N Sunshine State of Florida, and from the dwelling house here in Tampa, Florida. What a mighty God we serve. I pray all is well with you today, and I declare over you God's great grace. May you prosper and be in good health. I just love this time of year, don't you? Resurrection. I mean, knowing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and having the blessed privilege of celebrating Jesus' birth, life, ministry, death, burial, resurrection, and ascension to heaven is itself enough to stir you up. But then knowing that he's coming back, this truth is more than just exciting. It is worthy of electrified praise. Jesus is coming back. So pardon me while I do a little praise dance right here. This would be a good place to pause and let out your war cry. And I know you have one. This brings me to our topic for the devotion today, which is a time for war, a time for war. And I'm looking at Ecclesiastes 3.3 and 3.8. Nobody really likes to talk about war, but war is an inevitable part of peace. It is a natural thing to resist anyone or anything that imposes its will on you and yours. And if ever there was a time for the saints of God to elevate the topic of spiritual war to our conscious mind, it would be right now. You are, I am, we are at spiritual war. Just look around your neighborhood or your nation. God is a God of peace. And he is a God of war. And we know this from Exodus 15, 3, Psalm 60, 12, and Hebrews 10, 30 through 31. So we are both warriors and lovers. I believe God has always desired this to be so. And I am surely convinced now we are in a season where he is using his sons and saints who are willing to publicly demonstrate his power. This requires preparation, persistence, and pursuit of him for our individual skills, abilities, strength, endurance, and his wisdom. Now we will take a look at 1 Chronicles 12, 33, and 38. 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verses 33 and 38 today. And you may want to find those in your Bible while I continue. I offer for your consideration that we, the saints of God, are in a time where God, through promotion and elevation in the spirit, is asking us to increase our involvement, to level up our spiritual game, and for the younger listening audience to get woke. This means to know what he is doing and consciously partner with him actively participating in what he is doing or desiring to do. By his Holy Spirit, since January 2019, I have been watching, understanding, and experiencing his outpouring of great grace as he did in Acts chapter 4, verses 29 through 33. And I have watched God demonstrably draw his line in the sand, saying, Who is on the Lord's side? The team, his army of saints, and his angelic hosts are being prepared for battles. 
me encourage all of us to be spiritually enlisted, spiritually educated, and participatively engaged. I would like to share two illustrations with you. First, a few years ago, I was moving through the airport in Charlotte, North Carolina to catch a connecting flight when a sign on one of their concourses caught my attention. And the words contained thereon have remained with me over the years. As I remember, it read, the only thing more powerful than a great idea is the team that will come together to accomplish it. When I was on active duty in the U.S. Army, I remember reading somewhere that a unit is only as good as its least strong member. As a leader, I took that to heart in this way. Everyone has something to contribute to the mission and task at hand. And as a leader, it was my responsibility to know what that something was in each individual and then illuminate and invigorate their will, skill, and desire for the good of the unit and the mission. I was to help them see who they were on the team, what they were to do on the team, and do it within their distinctively determined expertise. That is, their identity, purpose, and authority. So now we'll look at First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 33. And it reads, Of Zebulon such as went forth to battle, expert in war, with all instruments of war, 50,000, which could keep rank, they were not of double heart. And First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 38, All these men of war that could keep rank came with a perfect heart to Hebron to make David king over all Israel. And all the rest of also of Israel were of one heart to make David king. So doing the math for all the tribes that were with David at Hebron, there were approximately 325,000 skilled warriors. 325,000 skilled warriors. And the tribe of Zebulon alone brought 50,000 experts skilled at war. Now these were like our Delta Force special operations or Navy SEALs types. And all of them knew how to keep rank and came with a perfect heart. They came knowing who they were, their identity, with their complete and total emotions, will, and intellect, their soul, focused on one purpose. And they were able to stay in their position of authority and strategic place, demonstrating a professional and perhaps spiritual maturity and trustworthiness that they had to have learned under Moses and Joshua. So the Holy Spirit of God has been speaking to me, echoing loudly since January 2019. These words, give attention to the quality of your individual preparation, persistence, and pursuit of the heart of God that you may partner with his purpose, succeeding in doing his will now. God is no longer winking at things we should know to do, and he is readying both individuals and his forces, giving us great grace because we need it 
for clearly the enemy of our soul has lost his mind. Individual preparation, the basic building block of any unit, team, or army is the readiness of its individual members. Their skills, abilities, strength, endurance, and godly wisdom must be excuse me, must be honed, but most of all, their heart and will demonstrates their effectiveness. It is time for an equipping and readiness check. God has given each of us as an individual spiritual identity, purpose, and authority. Are we growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? How equipped are we? And what are we bringing to the table, the fight, the battle? May I say it again? We are at spiritual war. I have been meditating on what the Holy Spirit has been asking me over this last year, and he has asked it several different ways, but it essentially is this. As a son of God, how are you living me? Not how are you living for me, but how are you living me? In this year of grace, this year of our joyful participation in an upward climb of promotion, deliverance, and miraculous accomplishment where God is expecting more because he has given us more, great grace, how are we living him? How are we stewarding God's time? How deep is our love for the things that matter to our Father? Is it deep enough that we replace our agenda with his agenda? Replace our itinerary with his itinerary? Replace our priorities with his priorities? Responsibility comes with promotion and elevation. Are we living him daily? God's will, nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. Hmm, that is food for thought and fuel for action. Do we have a sense of urgency when it comes to the things of God? Is his agenda, itinerary, priority, the driving force in our life? Are we on the edge of our seat for what he will do next? Continuing the work of Jesus Christ with urgency and doing the business of our Heavenly Father is not only our driving force, but our mission and task at hand. It is our living him. I was watching our local news here in Tampa and then the national news the other day, and all I could hear in my spirit was 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, as the spiritual thread throughout the broadcast. I heard the Holy Spirit say, did you notice how with the local news, you live in a city overrun with senseless murder, sexual perversions, domestic abuse, and violence. Now you will not see any of this on any of the Florida tourism brochures. The Holy Spirit also reminded me of a statistic I read on the Florida State Attorney General's office website that Florida is the number three state in the United States for sex trafficking. And Hillsborough County, the county in which we live, is number one in the state 
for driving while under the influence or DUIs of just about everything. None of this may be happening in your terio, but evil in some form is happening. And here is his punchline. The Holy Spirit asked me, Denise, what are you going to do about it? That certainly arrested my thoughts and hurled me into stunned silence. Then he further said, this is the sunshine state. I am shining my sunlight, S-U-N, to expose, and I am expecting my sons, S-O-N, to shine brightly, demonstrating me and my power in this state. You are equipped and you have been readied. The word of God brought me back to center as he restored me to hope and comfort as I read in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 4 through 5, Paul the Apostle said, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And Second Thessalonians two fifteen through 17 Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. The first thing I did was fell on my face, as did Daniel in Daniel chapter 9, verses 1 through 22. And I asked the Lord to forgive me for not being more attentive to clearly what are the burdens his heart. I mean, I watch the news every night and it is the same old song, but this time I heard it. And more importantly, I heard the father's heart. Then I asked the Lord to forgive us, his heirs and joint heirs with Jesus, for not doing perhaps as much as he thought I or we should be doing in this spiritual war. Finally, I asked the Lord to give us knowledge, understanding, revelation, and his wisdom for this terio. Lord, teach our hands to war. Lord, we know you do not expect us to completely sanitize the terio alone. But give us your megas, city-taking power, as warriors and lovers of God. Please show us as your priests for what to pray and intercede, and show us as your sons, saints, and your kings how to legislate with your authority, winning in battle with your specific message and power, and great grace upon us all, as in Acts chapter 4, verse 33. Teach our fingers to fight and our hands to war, that a bow of steel is broken by our arms. I close our time together with this final thought and declaration. With his great power and great grace, may we speak his word with boldness, being of one heart and soul in partnership with God and his heavenly hosts in the battle to restore his earth to its original intent and purpose, as were the warriors of Zebulon and the other tribes with David at Hebron to restore David as king to Israel. 
In Jesus' name, I declare and decree in this year of great grace, we must be and therefore are better stewards of God's time. We have a deep and enduring love for the things that matter to our Heavenly Father, and we have repented, making the Father's agenda our agenda, the Father's itinerary our itinerary, and the Father's priorities our priorities. Let us be a tribe, an army for the Lion of Judah, with boldness as a lion, fearless in our approach to the enemy. Let us be as were the sons of Issachar, people of godly purpose with wisdom and discernment, able to discern the times, understanding things of the Spirit. Let us discern what God is doing and partner with Him to know what we ought to do. Let us be wise, informed, spiritually, intellectually, strategists, having studied God's Word to know His ways. Let us be as a tribe of Zebulon, such as go forth to battle, expert in war, with excellence in all spiritual weapons of war. Sons and saints of God, let this be our living hymn, our governed lifestyle for Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, I declare, let the sons of God, heirs and joint heirs, manifest, and through his sons and saints, partnering with his Holy Spirit and angelic hosts, let the demonstration of God's power turn this upside-down world right side up. In Jesus' name, to God be the glory. Amen, amen, and amen. <laughs>